0: Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Rise Up SD podcast. Uh, Today's kind of a weird day actually because I am all alone. (laughs) There's nobody else here with me right now to talk to you. So um, I'm just going to be telling you a little bit about um, muscle soreness. So I've been researching this uh, quite a bit. Um, I knew kind of some of the obviously The basics, but I wanted to really have some solid info for you guys because we get a lot of questions about it. Um, So this is basically going to be kind of like part one. This is by no means an all-encompassing, you know, all questions answered type of situation, but hopefully this will get you um, started and and help you understand a little bit more about what is going on when you feel super sore. So I know a bunch of us have felt this way, uh, definitely in the beginning of rise of SD. I Absolutely, still feel this way um, a lot of the time, but um, a lot of the muscle soreness that I felt in the beginning has decreased. You know, every time I do a workout now, I don't feel um, completely spent. You know, right after, and I don't, I don't feel completely sore in the next couple of days. So we are going to talk specifically about um, muscle soreness after exercising. So there are other reasons, of course that your muscles can be sore. Um, When I was researching, you know, I came across a few things that were talking about, you know, why do your muscles get sore when you're ill? Why do your muscles get sore um, in other circumstances? So we are not talking about that. We're definitely talking about um, muscle soreness as it relates to exercise specifically, which of course makes sense because we are a gym. um, And we do aim to make you sore here and there. So um, there are a couple different types of um, what we could categorize, I guess, as muscle discomfort. So immediately following exercise or even sometimes during exercise, um, there are certain things that can happen. You know, sometimes you get cramps. Um, Sometimes you get kind of just a general sort of fatigued feeling in your body or, you know, what we like to call that burn, right? Um, And those are different reactions than those which you get with what um, is commonly referred to as delayed onset muscle soreness or DOMS as they write it down. Um, So those are two different things and they do come from the same action, which is you working your muscles. So um, sometimes the muscle soreness that you experience um, afterwards comes from doing an exercise that is new to you. And sometimes it is a result of doing an exercise that is very challenging for you. So normally muscle soreness results from something that, is either new or very, very hard. So pushing your muscles basically beyond their comfort point. So that's one of the reasons that when you work out for a longer period of time, you know, when you have developed a consistent routine, that's why you don't experience the same level of soreness as you do, you know, the first time you work out. So I'm sure many of us can remember um, the first time that we worked out at Rise Up and did that style of workout. One of the things that challenges you in the beginning when you work out here is adapting your muscles to the machines we use. So not even necessarily the strength part of the workout, but getting your muscles used to using the climber, You know, getting your muscles used to using the ski or the rower, um, the bike as well, but less so because there's, um, that, the cycling motion is going to be less um, demanding on your muscles at the outset. Um, it is demanding the more watts you put through it, but the action itself is not totally unfamiliar to most people's muscles, unlike the climber, which really feels like, oh my gosh, even the first few steps you take, your, your muscles are definitely experiencing something different. Um, so the first few times, of course, that we probably worked out here, and I definitely recall this from the first few times I did these styles of workouts with Emily and Kyle, your body's going to be super, super sore. But... You know, after a few workouts, after a couple of weeks, even a couple of months, some of those harder days for a lot of people, those endurance days where we spend a longer time at a lower intensity, you might not actually feel as sore. And that's because your muscles have adapted to this activity, the stress that you're putting on them. Now, when we go to a workout where we are putting a new kind of stress on your muscles, so whether we do a really challenging strength set or we do some really intense sprints, that is actually going to cause more soreness than a really long endurance workout. So um, basically, there are a couple of different myths that uh, kind of continue to be around what muscle soreness is. You know, nobody. I feel like a lot of people talk about it without actually looking up what it is, and then you kind of hear it from somebody else. And and I definitely am guilty of this, which is one of the reasons that I wanted to do all this research um, before I put it out into the world, but you hear the phrase and the the word lactic acid thrown around a lot when people are talking about muscle soreness. And lactic acid is a real thing. Um, It's a natural byproduct of your cell's metabolism, basically. So it does, um, when you are exercising a lot, you are probably going to be, your muscles are going to be creating lactic acid. Um, But that lactic acid is actually not going to be the culprit behind the muscle soreness that you have in a couple of days. So, if you feel like some discomfort, some soreness immediately following what your workout, that might be from the lactic acid. So that's like we said a normal byproduct of muscle metabolism, but it can irritate your muscles. So if you're like, "Oh, yeah, I just got off the the climber and I'm feeling a little oh, a little twinge, you know, that can Be from a buildup of lactic acid, but that's not what actually is going to make you sore a couple of days from now. So what the couple of days from now soreness is, is um, that DOMS, the delayed onset muscle soreness. And that actually comes from the tiny, tiny, tiny tears, the tiny injuries basically that you're causing to your muscles and the inflammation that your body responds with. So it's kind of both. It's the, it's the the micro tears, the teeny tiny injuries that you have to bring about in order for your muscles to adapt and grow. And it's also your body trying to fix those. So it's not just the injury. It's also the inflammation, which is a good thing to remember. So, you know, like when you, this is not a perfect comparison because this is not the same thing that you're doing, but when you get a cut or something on your arm and it gets kind of red around it, um, especially if it's trying to your body's trying to push out some bacteria or something that might be in there, that inflammation is probably what's causing more of the tenderness than the actual injury, the actual cut itself. So both things play, play a role. And that's similar to what's happening in your muscles. So you cause these tiny little microscopic tears in your muscles when you work hard or when you do something very new to you. And your body rushes and sends all sorts of fluid and things there, including red blood cells, to help you heal those micro tears. And that inflammation, that kind of fluid buildup can cause a lot of soreness. So that's usually what we're experiencing when we're sore. Um, There have been questions about whether do you need to be sore in order for your workout to count? Uh, No, you absolutely don't. The answer is that your workout always counts if you worked hard, whether you were wearing your watch or not. Um, but it does indicate a particular kind of stress that has been put on your body. So if you're looking to make, you know big gains or something if you're really working to add a lot of muscle mass, then you probably will be sore more often than not. You know, you hear people talking about doing leg day, doing arm day, they lifted a bunch of weight, they did a bunch of reps. They're really trying to do that damage to their muscles in order to lay down more muscle fibers, in order to um, grow that muscle mass. Um, In other cases, when you are trying to adapt your body in different ways, so you're not necessarily looking to put on all of the muscle mass, but you're looking for the other benefits of exercise, so helping your cardiovascular system get stronger, um, helping your... um, energy levels to stay up, all the other benefits of exercise that come through don't necessarily rely on soreness as an indication of how good your workout was. So you should really be looking, if you're worried, you should be looking at other indicators of that. So using something like a my MyZone, um, using some other kind of metric, you know, what we obviously prefer is your output here. So, you know, what paces did you hold and how did it feel? That's going to be a better indicator of whether you got a good workout or not. Um, more so than how sore you are. So that's just something to remember. And also we're doing these type style of workouts, you know, those longer endurance style workouts, even our sort of tempo or threshold style workouts, those won't necessarily make you sore every time, even though they are very challenging and they are helping you to develop your fitness in other ways. So if you're not feeling sore at every workout, you're fine. If you are feeling sore from every workout, you're just challenging your muscles in a new way, or you're challenging them beyond what they are normally um, challenged to. So, good on you. And then the other thing I want to talk about too is what types of movements actually cause soreness. So, we've talked a little bit about you know whether it's new for you or whether it's more than usual, but um, there are particular kinds of exercises that actually cause more of those micro tears and cause more muscle soreness as a result. So the eccentric muscle activation is actually what's going to be causing you more micro injuries and more soreness. So what that means is it's basically the controlled lengthening of your muscle under tension. All right. So that is what how it was defined in a paper published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine in 1995, and that's what people generally refer to when they are talking about types of movements. So, this is as opposed to concentric um, movements, concentric muscle movements, which is when your muscles are shortening as opposed to lengthening. So, when you think about your muscle lengthening, that's like on the bottom part of a bicep curl. So, you've lifted your muscle up, your weight up, excuse me. And then you let it go down. This is one of the reasons that we always tell you not to swing your weights or not to just drop the slam ball. Or when you come out of some sort of lift or rep, you don't just want to let everything go because actually that controlled release, that controlled lengthening is going to do just as much work, if not more, than bringing it up. Um, That's also one of the reasons like you're going to be more, you are more likely to be sore when you run or hike downhill As opposed to when you go uphill. So that was a really interesting thing that was referenced in a couple of articles um, was the different studies that they did with people running downhills or walking downhills versus walking uphills. So um, I think that's a super, super interesting thing to consider when you are trying to get the most out of your movements as well, is that you want to actually be working just as hard when you are releasing as you are when you are You know, tightening up or lifting something up. Um, So something to consider. Um, And then another couple of questions that usually come up is, okay, well, I'm super sore. What do I do? What can help me feel better? Um, They've done a couple of different studies, actually a lot of different studies. And there's nothing that has suggested that working out when you're already sore is going to be detrimental to your fitness gains or to your body at all. Now, this doesn't refer to an injury. So if you're just really, really sore, that's a very different situation from I have injured something because if you've actually pushed yourself too far and gone over the line from those microscopic tears to a more significant tear or a muscle strain, then it is not going to be beneficial for you to continue to push that muscle. I wouldn't necessarily recommend doing multiple days in a row of the same types of exercise. So if you were doing, you know, leg day, for example, and you're super sore after you do leg day, there's no reason you need to do leg day again right after that. Instead, you could do an arm day. You could focus on your core, or you can be doing these more cardiovascular-based movements, which is what we recommend when you come in to rise up because that's going to get some of the fluid moving, get some of that circulation going and actually help you to decrease the inflammation. So you want to be paying attention to your body. You want to learn what regular soreness feels like to you versus something that is a little bit too far. You pushed it a little bit too far because when you have, it's going to be better to do more active recovery or foam rolling um, than it is to push yourself through with a regular workout. Most people do tend to notice when they start out if you come, like say you you went, you did sprint day at Rise Up and it was really challenging, you're super sore the next day or the two days after that. And you have an endurance day coming up. So you come into Rise Up and you're like, oh, I don't know. I'm really, really sore. We'll see what happens. And 10 or 15 minutes in, heart's pumping, circulatory system is working, and some of that fluid is drained away. And you might be like, oh, I'm actually, I'm not as sore as I thought I was. And that's going to allow you to complete your workout in the right manner. So that means safely performing things correctly and getting something out of it. If you, for example, are really, really unsure, you don't know if you're over that line and you start a cardio-based workout that gets your heart rate up right away, like say you get on the bike, it's the first seven minutes on there and you're like, I'm still really, really, really hurting. That might be a good indication that it's time to step away, take a day, see how everything's feeling. Um, But generally speaking, if you're just regular rolled sore, it's absolutely fine to work out. Um, The other thing people do recommend is foam rolling. And part of the reason for that is that it's essentially a a form of self-massage. So if we could all receive massages after workouts, it would be really nice. Um, And it would actually decrease some of that muscle soreness because what they hypothesize anyway, it's hard to see what's actually happening on a cellular level while somebody is getting massaged. But based on these studies, um, their understanding is that it helps to move the fluid out of the inflamed area so that it's not quite as tight, not quite as intense, and helps get the circulation going, which is always going to help things feel a little bit better. Um, And it used to be, you know, people were thinking, oh, it moves the lactic acid out, and lactic acid actually doesn't persist in your body for more than a few hours. Um, So... It's more about that response, your body's response to those micro tears and treating that inflammation that your body has. So foam rolling, great, great, great idea. If you can get a massage after, you know, get your kids engaged, get your, your significant other or your friends engaged in helping you with uh, some massage, that's a great idea too. Um, there have been some studies questioning whether stretching before a workout aids in mitigating soreness. Nothing has indicated in those studies that it does. They have indicated other benefits of of stretching and activation before workouts, which mm-hmm. is basically that you do things right. Um, and it helps you to get a better workout because you are activating the correct muscles. Things are loose enough. Your range of motion is there in order to be able to do things right. Um, but it's not necessarily going to help you be less sore later. I also would, generally speaking, be careful with stretching. If you are very sore, that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it, but it should be very gentle. Something that really is focused on opening up, um, as opposed to really trying to, you know, stretch as far as you can go. Because when you think about what you're doing when you're stretching is you're lengthening the muscle fibers, right? You're pulling them apart from each other and trying to get them to be a little bit longer. If they are already injured, you know, if they already have some micro tearing in there, then trying to put an intense kind of stretching motion on them is really not going to be the greatest idea. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't stretch at all. It just means, you know, if you've just done a really intense workout and your legs are super sore a couple of days later, maybe don't try for the splits that day would just be my personal recommendation. Um, but foam rolling, these things can really help. Um, this is basically just a, a super general introduction to muscle soreness. There's a lot of other information out there. Uh, there's a lot of other recommendations out there from people. So if you're curious about it, I recommend Googling it. I, we were, are happy to talk to you about your particular case and and have a conversation to the best of our knowledge, which is not that of a physician, uh, mind you, but just as someone with experience. So if you are curious about that, please let us know if you'd like to hear more about um, what soreness is and and how to treat it and what's going on, or even just, you know, you're curious about our experiences with it. then absolutely let us know. Hopefully this gave you some cool info because that's really what I'm all about is providing cool info and entertainment. Um, otherwise, I hope you guys have an absolutely wonderful day. I hope you enjoy your workout if you're doing one today. I hope you enjoy your rest day if you're doing that today. Um, have a really good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.